Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Colton is such a snitch. He is such a snitch. <laughs> like, he's like, Tasha, do me a solid and tell me who you think isn't here for me. And she's like, Kaylin. And he's like, cool. Kaylin, Tasha said you weren't ready for marriage. <laughs> he's done this so many times. It is a he is the number one instigator of drama in this house. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. What an exotic week we have in Denver. Just drama, girl fights, misery. Everyone behaved poorly and no one jumped over a fence. It was an enormous disappointment to me. Everything Same. about this episode was an enormous disappointment. A lot of specific disappointments. We'll to get go into through. all of them. And to talk them through, we're joined today by Nick Vile of Natural Habits Essential Oils and, of course, the new podcast, The Vile Files. Thanks so much for being here. Hi, ladies. Thanks for having me. It's good oh, to be back. Yeah, it's always yeah. nice to have you on. We're back uh, at, in Vietnam, the Night of the Rose ceremony. I almost forgot that we were still in Vietnam. <laughs> I was like, we're still in Vietnam? Colton, we have to see Colton's <laughs> night of uh, video vlog, vlog diary, etc. Yeah, show's just trying to keep up with the times. Yeah, it's very Instagram. Why? It seems like the traditionalists don't like it. I don't. I don't really have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with it as a concept. It's just not really doing anything like he it's not a particularly interesting gimmick Colton's delivery he's not really delivering any new information so it's just like him in bed like low quality like guys just like feeling things yeah. and this just happened totally this thing freaking you just out said. right now because like yeah. bleep, bleep, <laughs> like the bleep. I'm assuming it's for like you know yeah, I get I get what you're saying. It it doesn't necessarily accomplish anything. It's, it's just funny mostly. Yeah. Like yeah. but not the way perhaps was intended. I feel like we would get more out of an in the moment where they prompted him to say <laughs> more interesting things. Maybe I don't know if that's realistic for me to wish for, but <laughs> um but I don't see that there's much value added by this. Also, the specific. music cues were so ominous in this one. I was like, "Are this is about to turn into a horror film. Like, Colton's going to be murdered in his sleep. Nothing happened. Yeah. 
I mean, they they so then they head to to Denver, and we get the travel montage with the same. They look happy. They're skipping. They're whooping. They're be like Denver. Hi, it's just as good <laughs> and cool to go to Denver. Do you ever notice that though? Like in between <laughs> when they show the travel montage, everyone's totally fine with each other. Like, in, but sandwiched in between utter hatred for one another and drama. <laughs> but when we when we got on a plane, we're best. I mean, how much can you really fight while you're on a moving walkway, you know? Uh, yeah. Wow. Have you had had a fight on a no, moving no. walkway? Well, that's kind of my point, though. It's it's people certainly in their environment play into their environment. And then when they're out of it, they... They're like, now is the time when we whoop at the camera and are like, Denver. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's interesting because this time, coming off of Colton's very ominous direct to the camera... They've cut in this musical cue over this particular travel montage that is really sort of uncanny and and dark. It's like that plinking piano that you might hear at, like in a psychological horror movie to indicate that something bad is about to happen. And then there's mournful guitar. And I was like, this is not our usual travel montage vibe. It's really setting you up. But yeah. The music, it really is the show. Yeah. I mean, I've become so much more aware of it since I started watching, and I just couldn't help thinking how differently they could have played that montage, but it's they really all, wanted us it's, to. It's really all about the music, and the music really tells people how to feel about a situation or a person. Yeah. If you watch it um, with a soundtrack off, you'd probably have a very different interpretation from a lot of the things that happened on the show. Yeah. And this music was telling me Colton's season is in trouble. Mm. <laughs> this whole ship might come crashing down in Denver. Yeah, well. <laughs> well, it sort of did in a sense. Um, so, but one great thing is in Denver for Colton, and that is his BFF forever, Ben, ben Higgins. Higgins. They get to sit down, have a beer, and just talk about. I fast forwarded through that part. What do you, <laughs> what do you say? I'm assuming it was. I didn't retain follow anything. Follow your heart. Yeah. You I, know, it's good to be home. Yes. Yes. Those things. Yeah. Uh, uh, family is important. Also. Yes. Yes. Wow. Uh, follow your heart. It. Lean in. Lean, lean in. into your feelings. Really go for it. And like, uh-huh. I know Don't it's stressful. Don't be afraid of your heart broken. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Don't uh, be afraid. And yeah. I think. Uh, Did I get it all? <laughs> yeah. Pretty ben, much. Ben is like, it's only going to get harder and also better from here. But and great. Col- and it's going to be great. amazing. And <laughs> I love that. But <laughs> and Colton. He's, he's certainly, he certainly stays on script. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Colton doesn't want to hear that it's going to get more intense because he feels like he's really at his limit already. Uh, which is probably true. <laughs> probably true. No, I it's, would a, be. it's a really hard part in the season. And uh, early on, being The Bachelor is incredibly physically taxing. Um, in the sense that it's it's just like 20-hour days of, of endless conversations with a bunch of people you barely know, and, and they're all ner- nervous, and it's really on you. Sounds terrible. And no, it's, it's It really it's, does it's, sound terrible. You know, and there's <laughs> and it's just physically it taxing, oh, no. and then there's kind of this shift um, as relationships develop. There's less people, so physically taxing it becomes a little easier. Days are slightly less longer, and you're, it's easier to have conversations with six women you kind of know than... 20 women, you have no idea who they are. Uh, but then it's obviously just, it wears on you and becomes emo- like, and by this time, you're truly just, you're still physically drained, but emotionally just taxed. And so that's, it's a really tough part yeah. of the season for, the, for any bachelor. And Colton is very sturdy physically, but emotionally, he is maybe a little more wobbly. Um, so he tells Ben, you know, 
that he is scared about what he heard from the three women who left and it's making him question things. He's not sure if he can meet the families unless the women are ready. And Ben's like, you should say that to them. And Colton's like, yeah, yeah man. I yeah. should. Always good to see you, man. Always great. Handshake. <laughs> well, see you bump. later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, and so Colton meets the women at a park with his dog and tells— You, you guys are very thorough. By yeah, the way. I, I'm Claire, sorry. Claire likes to get in you, every detail. I'm when you watch it, are you taking down. notes? Yes. I have, look at this. How this you, is eight pages of notes. How, how do you? Claire is more intense about it than I am. This is I my have job. notes, but not, no, not but every I, detail. I, I, I'm, I'm truly envious because. We would we would work well together business wise. <laughs> is I, this a, a proposal? I'm a big believer in work with people who are really good at the things that you're terrible. I don't know <laughs> how to take a, good... a note. I don't know how to take notes. I mean, I know how to take oh. a note in acting. I'm actually quite. That's my only thing I'm good oh, at in acting. Nick but... is plugging himself as an actor on this podcast <laughs> oh, uh, right now. Um, Hire Nick. I just booked a couple of days. <laughs> oh, Anyways, yeah, okay, um, okay. Um, but I, I just don't know how to take notes that way. I just like I, and to see you. Well, that's just well, it's truly impressive. It, it's I, it, that's as impressive to me as seeing someone do Thank like a you. windmill dunk. I listen. Same. I'm very I, impressed I, by I, myself. Right I'm now. just as unlikely to be able to do this as I am to Michael Jordan dunk it from the three for a line. Like, I mean, so, well, all anyway, it sorry, we'll get, we'll get back what, to the bachelor. What was the point of, of all those uh, notebooks full of, of class notes I took in high school and exactly. college, if not to prepare for, for the bachelor? This is what they were training us for. Exactly. I had like, Thank you, know, you education stick men system. in houses, and I got really good at my art. When, and, and, <laughs> yeah. uh, A lot of doodles in Nick's We all have notebooks. to decide what to prioritize, yeah. and, uh, and we can't all do the same thing. And in Denver, the priority is to go on a date with Tasha and announce this in front of all the women so that they have to sadly turn away. I will say they all got to meet his dog. and A real gift. And if he hadn't made them all come out to the park to just to tell them that Tasha was the one going on the date, then they wouldn't have gotten to meet the dog. Again, this is this is part of the playbook. This is surprising <laughs> to no one, right? Like, No, yeah. No. It's extremely standard. So he uh, and Tasha walk off. They're going to walk around downtown Denver. Like a normal couple. Yeah, he's yeah. just going to take like her to like so normal. his favorite oyster spots. I feel like spots. I've known you forever because <laughs> this is so normal and a very, yeah. It's like I mean, we could grocery shop and then like cook dinner and but in, in it would tr- be so normal. In truth, though, um, those are the dates you appreciate the most in that world. Uh, it oh, is, no, I actually think that's the kind of date I would want. It is. It, it, you know, you're in a very abnormal environment and most of what you do doesn't feel normal. So to have those moments and to be home, I, I can assure you that, that Colton does cherish the, those moments. Um, and it's, it's fun to, to do that. And if you're a Tasha, then that means you get a lot of time to talk to Colton. Whereas if you're doing a more active date, your time might be taken up just, yeah. you know, snowboarding, for example. And, and you got a lot of time to talk about other women. Yeah. or And also you can talk about other women and also other things. So you can yeah. just slip it right in there without it dominating your time. They have an interesting, like, chemistry together. It's not as sexy as it is with Cassie and Hannah G, but they have a very established couple vibe. Yeah, I like he, it. He has his arm around her a lot. It's pretty charming. They seem affectionate towards each other. They seem yeah. to genuinely enjoy each other's company. Yeah, but he's she, like, she I can't like go an hour without throwing you onto a bed somewhere. <laughs> she, restrained. Well, I mean, she seems like she knows what she's doing in terms of communicating. Like, it's... Um, Again, Rachel was always great at that. You know, just the women in, in that world, um, 
it's it, it's interesting because it's it's the women who make it easy to talk to and just be around. Um, just being pretty doesn't, especially in that world, doesn't work because it's you. It's all about talking. So the people who make it easy to communicate yeah. with really make it enjoyable to be around. And and she seems like she's good at that. Well, I feel like it's often the girls who like are easy to talk to and be around who fill out the top group. But then it's the really pretty girl who wins. <laughs> or like even with Ari, like he didn't pick Lauren because he was worried that she couldn't communicate enough. Um, but that but is who he married. He did still. He did marry her, and like that came later. But I do feel like often, you know, you want women around that you can hang out with. But it's that woman that you're just really turned on by and drawn to, and never seem to have a conversation with. Well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I think there's some like Lauren and Ben. I've met Lauren. She's she she. I'm sure she made it very easy for Ben to be around, and, and Vanessa was very, made it very easy for me to be around. She mm-hmm. certainly talked plenty. I mean, she. Yeah, that was yeah. not that that lack of communication thing was not uh, the vibe with you and Vanessa. Yeah. Yeah. No, too but much. I I do get the feeling from Colton that the women he's really into, he like doesn't want to waste time having conversation with them when he could be like sticking his tongue down their throat. Yeah, there's just there's limited, there's limited yeah, time. We have there's, limited, there's limited time. I mean, you're, you're, every date's cut down <laughs> to 5% of what actually happens. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to assume he has more conversations than we see. Yes. But uh, your point stands, Claire. I mean, there, I is, so. there is that thing about, like, she just has a quality. It's unknowable. Yeah, yeah. her face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's her face. <laughs> Hard to define what it is, but it's also her body. Uh, you know, so. us, us men, we're simple creatures. <laughs> well, you see that with the bachelorettes, too, sometimes, that it is that, you know, he, I think this guy is really hot, and it's hard to, like, justify why I like him so much. <laughs> but I do. But I do. Josh and Sean. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what conversations people the leads are having with everyone but it's it's definitely chemistry is very real um i mean I, they all talk to that there's the whoever the lead picks there's there's a real connection there it's not yeah. just their face who am i to judge you know i never talk to my husband um i'm kidding you don't want to <laughs> let that sit okay so they end up kind of stopping to chat at what looks like a sort of grocery store with a bar in it? It's, yes. a, it's a it's a market. It's a market. Yeah, they have one in Milwaukee. It's it's like a public market. Oh, yeah. Cute. I took Andy there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I a remember good that. date. It's and, a great uh, it's a great date. And no, it's a great date. It's not a great place to film because there's so many other people there. There was a the lot of background noise. And so this, of course, this place with the fuzzy like sound quality is where Colton decides to ask Tasha about what Katie and Sydney and Demi had warned him about. So he asks Tasha point blank she, about yeah. it. Um, I feel like that's important to point out because people were very upset with with Tasha using her time to talk about other women. And I think again, tactically, it was, it's never a good move. But I do think when the person you're on a date with asks you the question directly, it's like it's a still, little harder. I've made that mistake, Caitlin. Uh, listen, it's a bit probably a bit producer driven. Um, yeah. Uh, I I made that mistake when Caitlin asked me about Sean, and I just kind of was so tired of him like talking shit. So I was like, "Fuck it," you know. Um, but it's never it's never good. Oh, it's even, never even, tactically w- smart. Even when the lead asks you, it's never good. You can just say, "Hey, listen, I I mm-hmm. that's for you to figure out, and I'm here to spend time with you, and I I, I understand you want to know, but like that's I, I you know 
I really just want to focus that's on your us. problem. Well, no, you just kind of say like that's I'm not, you know, the I might have my opinions, but there's, you know, the, and it's the truth. You could say I, I'm I'm having a hard enough time trying to like sort through all my feelings, you know, and figuring you out. Like I I could be misreading a situation because I'm biased, you know, and so mm-hmm. I don't. I just want to focus on us. Like that's the right, that's the right it's answer. Just, yes, but, but I it, agree. It's the correct thing to do, but I think it's. I'm not surprised. It's hard, is no, what it's I'm hard, saying. I made got, that mistake yeah. too. It's like I, yeah. I, 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 I say that now, having not done that when I was in that situation. It's just so deftly created by the show because they have all that tape. Like they could show Colton, but they never will because what they need is for Colton to try to get the information out of the other women. And then for that to affect his relationships with the other women, to affect their relationships with each other, we're never going to see that tape. What tape? The tape of of the alleged conversation. It might not exist. It might not exist, but they are lined up all the time. There is a high likelihood it does exist. The the thing is that somehow these conversations are never produced, even though they're on camera like all the time. Which yeah, but it could have been early on when they're traveling. my my thing is that's what usually when it happens, right? When these honest conversations about like think post like on show, the plane or something. what post show or like, you know, bachelorette talk, and it it happens all the time. That's when it happens. It's when you're they're traveling and they're not mic'd and there's a, a, okay, a that's, fair that's of freedom a fair, and like point. other people, you know, like they're literally at an airport getting coffee and everyone's just relaxing a little bit. And then you talk and someone's overhearing it. And then, yeah, that's usually when it does happen. So there's a good chance it's not on tape. Interesting. Um, they would probably show if it was on tape. I don't know if they would, though. I don't know Because I do either. think it serves them much better to have everyone speculating about what actually happened. Maybe. To have Colton asking the other women, to have the women then fighting about it. I feel like it's just as well for them if the tape doesn't exist. And especially if, you know, Clearly, Kaylin and Cassie, there is a high likelihood that the two of them could be some combination of the winner and Bachelorette. So how bad, right, how, you know, does the show want to make them potentially look bad? Like, Mm -hmm. maybe it's better for it to be ambiguous so that people can come to their defense more easily. I mean, I just kind of get a kick out of it. It, it, Listen, every girl there would prefer to win. And or be the Bachelorette. Yes. So mm-hmm. whatever, you know, like yeah. they're all guilty of it. They've all thought it. They've all said it. They've all talked about it. They're all there for the wrong reasons. I mean, <laughs> there are no wrong reasons. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're yeah. there for the experience. And that experience is something they read about, heard about, and they yeah. had no idea what it was actually about. And now they're in it. Well, it makes me think back to when, like, Crystal had that actually quite on camera freak out. About how From Ari season, uh, Coach yes. Crystal, yeah, yeah, um, but not all of it was on camera. But it sort of came out that she had said that she came on for Peter, and that she called she, Ari not Peter, right? And so I do think <laughs> that there are like versions of that conversation that you can have where you're like, I really just want to like meet cooler guys than this. Like later in the process, like I want to get to have my pick. There are ways that you can have that that I can understand, Colton. Being like, oh, I definitely don't want to marry that person then. However, we didn't hear anything to that extent. And so it's like for them to all seem seemingly like all the women in the house being sort of like he needs to know what Kaylin and Cassie said. Well, and then the for women, the result. Well, even like Hannah G was sort of like, yeah, you should maybe tell him. Hannah, Hannah G, I think, is tactically keeping out of it. 
Um, oh, uh, so she played Han- this very smart. Hannah G also is aware <laughs> of her competition. True. And she knows her competition is Cassie and Kaylin. Right, Kaylin, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she's not really involved. And so it was just like, yeah, I mean, you should tell them. And then, like, uh, Raven was kind of like that in the sense that she was very, like, <laughs> Raven had her, like, fingers and everything. But she'd be the one to be like, well, I mean, I'd probably tell them. And then she'd, like, walk away. Um, <laughs> That's smart. You know, yeah. she'd stay out of it. Uh, but also be knee deep in it, but just tactful, ta- tactically. Yeah. Um, but it's surprising yeah. to me that they, there was such a strong sense of outrage, and then when it came time to lay out the evidence, all we hear is none. these very there vague was zero things. evidence. Yeah, that kind of frustrated me. And the whole episode was also edited so so bizarrely that I just felt like I was grasping at anything to understand what had happened at all. But let's go back to that. They they certainly played enough a tape that if – it's not like it was so chopped up when when like Kerpa or uh, the other women were asked to give examples. They didn't give examples. They tried to give examples. We're going to get to that. What was an example? Taisha said – They looked guilty. Taisha says they yes that that's not yeah, an example. Guilt, but also Taisha uh, says that Katie directly overheard a conversation, overheard the conversation, and told her that they had been talking about partying and like meeting other okay, guys, fine. and and wanting to be the Bachelorette, and seeming to say that they would not accept a proposal. Uh, uh, my my guess is is that the truth somewhere in the middle, and they probably had some conversation that maybe the word Bachelorette was mentioned, and maybe. Uh, some conversations about what will life be like post-show, especially if they're not picked, which mm-hmm. odds are they wouldn't be. Um, and again, like everyone's looking, um, everyone's looking for that gotcha moment. All your mm-hmm. like, they are, and uh, you know, especially someone uh, for me. We're all just mullers out here. <laughs> well, when I like, you know, on, especially on Caitlyn's season, when I showed up, right? Like, all these guys thought I was like some producer plant. They had no idea, like, you know, my relationship with Caitlyn at the time, and they were all just looking for me to fuck up. They were just listening to everything I said. That if I said anything that could be misconstrued, is that my intentions were, and so, yeah. I mean, I, the, like, they. All, my point is, all the women there are. They don't know what they just got this, the, themselves into. They've certainly, especially now with paradise and social media, they've seen a bunch of us, um, a bunch of their predecessors doing the things that we're doing. It's, I mean, of course they've considered what the, the, the show and the opportunity will bring it. And there's conversations about it. I mean, does that mean also like early on, if they're having this conversation with each other, you know, week three or four, they've all maybe had at best an afternoon with Colton, mm-hmm. you know? So to say... I remember when I, you know, uh, met met Andy, and I had got the first impression rose. I I was locked in. I was like, oh, I have this great. And I had a first date. You know, I was really into her, but it was still like, I don't know. Like, I barely know this chick. You know, you're not. You don't really get delusional about your feelings until at this point in the season. <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously, well, like, this is Tasha's second date, so she. No, is but feeling... the converse, this converse, this mysterious conversation. We don't know when it happened or where mm-hmm. it happened in the context, and so I don't doubt that some version of it happened, but I don't think it was some. Yeah. I don't think it's proof that they're the wrong women or they're not there for the right. They're clearly yeah. twenty three. They're clearly young. Um, they're probably not ready for marriage. That's all like safe assumptions. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, buy all yes. that, right? The fact like, that it's all coming up now and 
like all of a sudden makes me think that it happened more recently. I agree. It, because it, it I, seemed I, like I, it probably happened more recently, but I also I, I don't necessarily okay. I, I, I also don't necessarily think that that's some horrific thing that it happened more recently, but I do think it happened more recently. And I think at this point in the season, every one of these women's emotions is heightened. They've been in this like lockbox environment that would drive anyone crazy. And so I also kind of understand why you would seize on things to be like, this is frustrating if you're not even taking this as seriously as me. That I just sort of felt like I could see how all of this happened and they probably all were telling the truth, more or less. I, I believe everyone. Um, I believe but, everyone in their own version. But it was all just like, oh, this is just yeah. playing it all wrong. Like it there, and it devolved into a lot of really crappy name calling and just things that really bummed me. But out. Here, but here's what happened. Here's why I don't necessarily think it happened recently because things can happen again. It's recently or not recently. We're talking about weeks or days. The difference. So it's all re- re- recently. But easily, this mysterious conversation could have happened. Um, Maybe a week later in an ITM, one of the cast people like mentioned it to a producer. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden the producers are like, Hey, this is this is what's going around. This is the this is the rumor mill in the house. And then one on one conversations will happen with producers and they'll start asking more questions and they'll plant seeds of doubt. Be like, Well, I don't I don't know, maybe you should tell them. And then like especially as these women get sent home, that's when they coincidentally all like drop this line on Colton. Like right, it's not but it's an all accident. women who went home in like the last week. Fine, but so they're all it like it all happened. Yeah, but that just means that they were going that, that because also no one wants to talk shit while they're there. Right, but like know, girls so, been going home before this week. I, I'm just saying, like it's it's not I, listen. It's it you quite, might be right. It's quite possible. You might be right um, from but, previous experience that they know when to time things. You, you definitely might be right, but uh, I don't think that we have enough evidence to like definitively say what happened, and so we're going to have to right. just move on. Um, in, uh, and Until Colton, women tell all, but yeah, maybe we'll get some answers. Uh, but that's not happening today. Nope. So, uh, But the thing is that uh, Tasha seems really happy to tell Colton this. He seems really ill to hear that his front runners are being questioned. And it surprised me that Tasha did not seem more bothered by that. Um, but she's there to sort of like kiss it better. Then they go home. They cook salmon together they eat at his like coffee table um and he's asking if her family is ready for her to get engaged again after getting divorced and she talks about how her dad is very protective of her and it was hard for him to watch her get divorced and so he might have some really tough questions and colton says you know (sighs) he totally gets that and you can call him old-fashioned, but he won't get down on one knee unless he has the father's permission. It's very important to him. We're mocking him for this? Yes. Yes. Because who <laughs> fucking cares what's important to Colton? It's her father. And if she doesn't want him to ask for her father's permission, then why does it? Why is it important to him? If I was like, I don't want you to ask my dad for permission to marry me, and he was like, well, it's very important to me, so I'm going to do it, I would be like, please kindly escort yourself out. <laughs> she, so she, okay, I, she says, I don't want you to ask my dad. That's not the, the point is no, that no, no, no. It, is, it is. The tradition in itself, it just feels a little unnecessary. It's old fashioned. I, he said I could call him old fashioned, and I'm going to. It's very old fashioned. It is old fashioned. Sure, I'm just, but the show is old fashioned. It's, it doesn't. Not I every mean, season is like this. Yeah. Not every season involves the bachelor insisting on getting permission also, from each father. Only the I, father. I, I mean, I'm just going to be honest. Like I'm, I, I would have, 
I would be very uncomfortable to have not gotten the permission from Vanessa's dad. Why do you need permission? She's an adult. I guess. Call me old-fashioned. I don't I know. Do. That's how I do. I call that old-fashioned. That's how I was raised. It seems like but to But feminism a is about, like, questioning <laughs> certain things that are how we were raised. I'm not arguing the point. I'm being honest with in this moment of I've never th- – I've literally never thought about it. Um, it's something I just, that we question it, every I, I, yeah. season. Look, I get it, your point. I yeah. understand it. It's something we question every season. It I bothers don't... me on a few levels. It bothers me that the expectation is that only the father needs to grant permission. Well, there's and, that. And, there, well, and that is the tradition because marriage was an exchange of property yeah. traditionally. That makes sense. And, and so which, that is what this is mom. about. In which daughters were used as currency. Okay, right? that makes that sense, is, yeah. It's a very anti-woman I, tradition. I, fair enough. And I never. I mean, I, I thank you for educating me. <laughs> uh, you are welcome. I, I did ask Vanessa's mom. That it's that's very nice. I'm sure that she appreciated it. Um, I also think there's a difference between asking, saying like, "I would love to have your blessing," and saying, "I need your permission." That's true. Right? Yeah, and I think it's more like that. I would really love your support. I mean, yeah. I think there's, and I think I feel like I know when I did like it. I think that's the kind of the the meaning behind it nowadays where it's just like, hey, we're going to be hopefully family and I'd love to, you know, well, but I'd love also, you guys to be on board. So I would like my future in-laws to be on board. They're now my current in-laws, but like I would want them to be on board. So why is there no expectation that I go to them and ask for their blessing um, to, to, be, to become yes, part of totally their family? Yeah. It's, it's all based around this idea that like there's some sort of partnership being formed between the husband and and the parents of well, the wife. specifically the father. Specifically Only the father. The father. Um, I don't know. I That's found fair. it. Uh, there was definitely a lot of old-fashionedness jumping out of Colton's uh, attitudes about marriage that, this I, week. In defense to Colton, though, that is that is not mostly on him. I mean, hometown week is really hard, and uh, the show can make it very hard in the lead. Uh, there's no... Bachelor. Let's talk Bachelor because the Bachelor, it's that's the part of the show to ask the, you know, they make it part of the show. Right. No Bachelor in the history of the show has ever gone into hometowns thinking he might still get engaged to four different women. That's never happened. I'm here to tell you. Um, <laughs> Spoiler alert. And, and, and every Bachelor feels really uncomfortable with this concept of suggesting that they might to these parents. And it feels really disingenuous. And it, 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 yeah. was, the hard, it was the hardest week for me, I'm assuming— and I, I got in a lot of fights with production in terms of like I'm not like I'll ask it in my way, but like I'm, I'm not, you know, like uh, talking to Vanessa's parents really mattered to me. I really was, you know, mm-hmm. wanted you know their blessing or whatever, and I wanted, and, and most importantly, I wanted my time with Vanessa's parents. I wanted them to know how sincere I was about their daughter, in the sense that like, hey, you don't know me. Uh, and the next time you'll hear from your daughter, I'm, I might ask her to marry me. So, like, uh, what do you want to know about me? You know, I just try to have it to be a sincere moment. So it's just really difficult, and there's a lot of a lot of that pressure is put on Colton. It's it's a tough position to be in uh, because, for right or wrong, it's 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 the show's based off a lot of traditional well, things. That's the thing. And like, it definitely is not all about judging Colton. Yeah. It's about talking about the way that the show has traditionally been structured and the way that that can be expressed 
through The Bachelor's I mean, if they own can views, but also now? what they expect from yeah. The Bachelor. You know, they expect him to ask for permission, and clearly that's something he's very comfortable with, but it's built into the show, and we find that very yeah. troubling, <laughs> and we continue to find we'll it troubling. We'll talk about it every season. It, it, um, I get it. It makes sense. If they can, if yeah. they can vlog yeah. and, and stay current that way, they can... Yeah. Exactly. Change with the times. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more from week seven of The Bachelor. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life. And I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party, can get very stressful and so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily, I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. 
I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI50 and use code LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article. That lovely chair out on my deck. Article. Our big console. Article. I'm My bed frame. Article. This is an article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, 
looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Back at the house, uh, the date card arrives. Kaylin is getting the next one-on-one. And you can just tell that the other women are, like, all of the women are so on edge. Half of them immediately yeah. start, start crying. crying. I'm so yeah. happy for it's this. Just, is the yeah, yeah. A rough week all around. Uh, then we shoot right back to Tasha's date. And she gets the rose. Yeah. And we actually already got a cutaway back to the house. We saw Kaylin and Cassie talking about how they definitely weren't worried at all that Tasha was going to say something to Colton because why would he? That would be crazy. He'd have to. She'd have to make it up. Um, cut, of course, to Tasha telling Colton not to trust them. Um, but that sort that wraps up Tasha's date. And next, uh, Kaylin. Oh, except for the jersey moment. Oh my God! How Jer- could I jersey forget? Moment. He gives her an old jersey of his, and she comes wear. out and tumbles onto the bed. Yeah, and, and he w- imagines that she is already filling out the legal forms to change her. We last don't like name. this either. Oh, Didn't God. love it. <laughs> he said her name on the jersey, my name on her jersey, could be foreshadowing to her taking my name. Uh, I mean, I can't I get it. But <laughs> can it? Can any of it just you be lighthearted? You are entitled to your own opinion. It's not that I haven't. I and don't, so are we. <laughs> I don't really have an opinion about it. It's okay, kind of my we opinion. We have an opinion. No, I'm, I'm curious. What, like, but can it just be lighthearted? Yes, and I'm sure perhaps that's how he intended it. It's just one of those things that, like, taken especially with coming right after the father the stuff, thing, I was just like, "Your mind." Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it does. I do think that he does just like naturally expect that he whoever seems... he marries will take his last name, and that it's like really nice to see his name on a hot chick that he. Underwood's to... a good last name. I mean, it's fine. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but... doesn't mean everyone needs to take you know, it. By all, you know. I'm just like, hey, babe, if you don't want it, <laughs> yeah, I get, I get it. it. You know? like... <laughs> There are worse things. You know, I just think that should be a conversation. Yes, I agree. Um, so that was quite a moment. And then uh, the next day uh, is Kaylin's date, and she meets— Snowboarding. Yes, they're snowboarding. She doesn't know how to snowboard. I would be. Colton. I would have just been terrible It's very difficult to keep your balance. The, I was going to say, the balance is very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll only ski. No snowboarding for me. Yeah, I need to be able to do the pizza. That's how I stay <laughs> exactly. upright. The pizza slice. So uh, they they have fun in the powder, and then they sit down, and he's like, this was so great. You're a natural on the mountain. You made me really proud. But this whole time, I've had a question in the back of my head because Tasha, you know, in response to my questions, shared that she thought you weren't ready to get married. Colton is such a snitch. He is such a snitch. Like, he's like, Tasha, do me a solid and tell me who you think isn't here for me. And she's like, Kaylin. And he's like, cool. Kaylin, Tasha said you weren't ready for marriage. He's done this so many times. Wait, is this he so is hilarious. the number one instigator of drama in this house. It's, it's great. Good for him. I appreciate it. It's awful. He's it's... such a dick. Wait, are we? To, uh, do you guys, uh, how do you, do you guys like not like Colin's Bachelor? Oh, I, I like him. I like Colton, I like him. But I, he has these certain habits where I'm just like, why? Why I think do you always immediately th- tattle? It's just almost, it's funny to it's me. Not, yeah. It's not him. It's funny, though. It's the... I mean, he doesn't have to. It is, he makes choices. You always say it, this. But Producers I, don't make you do anything. I, he makes no, choices, too. But also, it's also like just a, 
being again, we're not asking for sympathy, but being the lead is a truly we're hard asking for thing, sympathy, aren't we? Hard thing to do, and it's a lot of pressure, and it's truly a terrifying experience, which we sign up for. I get and but get paid for. Fine, but like, there's also this, you know. Regardless of all that, you still want to meet someone. And you want it to work, and it can be terrifying. Exactly. Also, this drama happens. You don't know who to believe. But he asked Taisha to be part of the drama. And then he is, like, creating a situation where she is going to be even more enmeshed in it. Like, oh. I I feel like he is, in part, authoring his own demise with the drama. That's all I'm saying. Oh, probably. And yeah. and that's, you know, I feel for him. And we thank him. I want him to, I want him to be happy. Um, so, Kaylin is really upset to hear this. Um, she says, you know, that's not why I'm here. I wouldn't be here unless I was ready to get married. And he's like, well, yeah, I don't understand. I in no way believe that. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe that at all. And he's like, well, I don't understand why someone would go out of their way to say that if there wasn't truth to it, which is fair point. Fair. And uh, uh, in that world, people I, say shit all the time. I think, but if I there think wasn't his point is like a truth kernel of it. truth to it, at least. Well, here's what it, it's in that world. Like, I believe, again, I've said, I believe that everyone believes their own truth. Right. Right. So I believe that they believe that they're not ready. It's all it's all a matter of opinion and perspective. So oh, yeah, I the think not that ready what, thing. Is... I think what's really throwing Colton is that he feels like there must be at least a kernel of truth, and he's getting thrown by people diametrically contradicting each other. He's like, could it if she said, you know, like, oh well, you know, one night we were all like imagining what it would like to be bachelorette, and she must be referring to that, but that's clearly not what I meant. Then maybe that would give him some like relief for the cognitive exactly. dissonance. Exactly. I was gonna say. If she had, if either Kaylin or Cassie had acknowledged that, like, they had had a casual conversation and their words were twisted out mm-hmm. of meaning, that would make much more sense to me but, than this, like, these stupid bitches are coming after me. I think they were smart not to. I think they were smart not to because you, you get used against. It's a tough exactly. position yeah, to be yeah, in because yeah. it's like, what do you mean? And then it's just. Yeah. No, I like, see why I see why they didn't. Yeah, um, tactically, I think it was wise yeah. for them to completely play dumb on that. And she's like, I wouldn't put myself through this for a boyfriend. This emotional hell. A boyfriend is just basically worthless. <laughs> uh, um, you need a husband to make all this worth it. And uh, imagine and what the other twenty nine women will feel like. Two hundred thousand Instagram followers. But yeah. but but the thing is, is it, they play in their own narrative. This, I mean, it's more in the recent seasons than I can remember. This not right reasons thing. You know, obviously, which is a big part of the show and the franchise. We almost, I feel like, in a lot of other seasons, kind of got away from it a little bit. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of right, re- right reasons on my season. I don't remember it on Ari's season. And it's, like, nonstop on this season. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that, and it probably because of the age, you know, there's all, a lot of young women. And it's just almost comical to me, this whole emphasis on, on right reasons. But it, it, the women there are doing it, you know, because, yeah. again, like, back to, like, producers get a, sometimes too much credit. All these women have been watching the show for years, um, and they, because they're younger, they're they're saying often. I'm assuming what they think they should be saying, and um, they are tr- all truly terrified. And, they, and I will say, everyone who goes in that world does not want the the be pointed at saying you're not here for the right reasons. You're just like it's a terrifying. Like it, it feels like you're just really being attacked for right. Your character is in that way. In that world, it's like saying you're you know. A, a ter- like a terrible person. It's like the, there's no worse thing you could be called. Yeah. Um, so you get very defensive. 
Uh, it gets thrown on. It's like the Salem witch trials. It's like, oh, it really, like, you're a witch. You're a witch. Yeah. You know, like. I mean, I feel like having, yeah, all these young girls, and a lot of them are pageant girls. They're right out of college. They're, you know, Instagram influencers. A lot of people who might very reasonably be perceived as being there for a lark or for followers. And that's all feeding into itself to create this very nasty tone in the house that yeah. I'm not enjoying. And it's not a coincidence that the women who are like, two to three years their senior are all the ones Listen, who are mature. Those are very formative two to three years. <laughs> they, I, I, or well, they were for me. No, <laughs> also, no. the they difference truly, between they truly are. 23 and 28 is actually it's, sizable. It's yeah. massive. <laughs> it's massive. But yet, at the same time, you know, in fairness to the younger women, yeah. I mean, it's also like, you know, the older women are just like, I mean, I get it, right? Like, we're, we're all, the three of us are sitting here kind of like snarking at the younger women and saying, of course, not ready to get married. And we're probably right, but people do get married at 23 True. and 22. No, and it's so, I it's, agree. I agree. We're being condescending a little bit. And yeah. it's just a very easy thing <laughs> yeah. for, but it's true, but it's also a very easy thing for Taisha and uh, the other women who are a little bit older to like look at these, the, the younger women and be like, and kind of roll their eyes. It's just yeah. a very, you know, like Tasha, who's been married and divorced, and you know, Cassie right, and Kerpa's had right. a broken engagement. Yeah, and, and Cassie's sitting here, you know, to, to doing her yeah. like Instagram, talking about her like filters, and just kind of be like, okay, yeah, you're ready. I mean, I think it's easy to look back and be condescending to your younger self, and to be like, uh, I didn't totally. know anything when I was 23. So I'm why does this 23 year old think she knows anything? For, for, for sure. Yeah, it's like just wait, honey. You're gonna figure it all out like I did. Um, Kaylin or not. gets really, really upset in her in the moment. This She's, was not a not a good look um, for Kaylin. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, don't... I think that the, she calls Tasha a stupid bitch. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> not poised. Yeah, not, it was not her most is, poised moment. That is yeah. not runner-up beauty queen material. Yeah, she's no. like, I'm gonna call that stupid bitch out. Like she's, I, I I'm the it. only one who's falling in love with Colton. There's, this is getting ripped away from me because well, there's an insecure 28 year old girl in the house. So it's yeah. starting to go the other way too. She's like, I better get a fucking rose, or I'm gonna call that stupid bitch out. Yeah, like, ugh, not a good look. Not a good look, but authentic. I mean, yeah. I, yes. I guess authentic. Devil's well, advocate, when the beauty queen goes off script, I don't mind it, you know? I mean, it, it was more entertaining than the very poised Kayla. It was entertaining. It didn't make me like her. No. <laughs> and uh, it didn't scream Bachelorette to me. Yeah, it, I agree. It did not. We've all have called other people bitches, have we not? I think it takes on a different level when you're saying it direct to camera and you know it's going to be broadcast. Totally. But yeah. like like I, I think you that, say that that holds a different weight. You say that with the objectiveness of never like losing your mind in that world and feeling like again, and again why I would not go on this. I understand trail. that. And I'm not but just like like and again, I don't know what you what's the worst thing you could be called, but in that world that would be the equivalent and she's yeah. And so I just all I'm saying is I appreciated the authentic moment of someone who's usually very on script. It was extremely gritty. Like it was extremely gritty and real. And it carries her through to the night date when they both sit down, clearly still very upset and emotional. They hug it out a little bit and say they're not doing well. And uh, and he says, you know, I can't meet your family if I don't think you're ready. And it's really hard to be questioning things right now. And she says, OK, I'm finally ready to, like, articulate uh, how I feel about this because I'm not so taken off guard. And she, you know, 
has pictured this future with him so vividly. She wouldn't be there if she wasn't feeling that way, that she cared about him, that she was here to, like, get engaged to him and married and have kids with him. And that's what she wants. She's been falling in love with him. And he is like, great, I like getting to know this about you. And now I feel confidence in us. And he gives her the rose. And then they go watch a... His favorite singer, Brett Young. Who is, is his favorite? I, that's what he very, said. Definitely his very favorite. And mm. uh, he plays a country music song, and they dance alone in an amphitheater. Um, and now Kaylin's like, I'm in love with Colton. That's what does it. I was just glad for them that they didn't have to like stand on a tiny platform surrounded by people with Yeah, iPhones. there was no one else there. It was actually a private concert. I bet that, that uh, Brett Young wished there were some other people there. <laughs> Um, next, it's uh, it's Hannah B's day card. Home is where the heart is, which means that those are the three women getting one-on-ones this week. Um, and Cassie, Hannah G, Kerpa, and Heather are going to be on that group date. Were you surprised for... that Hannah B went home? No. Did you see it coming? I was. I, I saw it coming. I saw it coming, yeah. too. Yeah. Also because there's always, at this point, like the first— one... Right. If the first two got the rose, they're not going to have him give it out on all three Because it does – it seems suspicious in retrospect that Cassie and Hannah G were on that – a date that could have been a one-rose date because I think of them both as very much Final Four material. Yeah. And he put himself in a position to send one of them home before hometowns if he gave roses to all three of his. Oh, they they needed – they needed like – some sort of dramatic, more dramatic. Also, exit. I mean, there's truth to the fact that uh, at this point you have uh, there are the relationships you're very confident in, uh, and there's ones that you're like, oh, I don't know. And sometimes these one-on-ones are used to figure it out, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So if They're he was clarifying. on, if he's on the fence with Hannah B, my uh, my gut tells me he probably knew there's a good chance he'd send her home. That and day. so he took her to meet his family. <laughs> like, what the hell was he doing? Again, well, Ben, this is a really bad idea. As it's been pointed out, um, Ben Higgins did the same thing. Maybe, maybe not his Emily. call as well. It's just, it's such an odd thing to do. That's right. Ben did do the exact yeah. same thing. <laughs> like those, those Denver. Hey, I just want to introduce you to two people you're never going to see again. <laughs> Let's make this really awkward for um, all of us. Yeah. It's like I usually don't bring girls home to meet my parents unless I know I'm never going to see them again. <laughs> Makes it easier. Um, uh, that, that that's just that's just an epic setup. It's, it's oh yeah, all, yeah. You know. I mean, and meanwhile, the the Kaylin, Cassie, and Tasha drama is is bubbling up in the house because Kaylin comes home and tells Cassie that Colton told her that Tasha warned him about both of them, uh, especially Kaylin, and so she tr- wants to talk to Tasha, which results in this just. Super annoying conversation um, where... I mean, I was confused hearing your explanation. It was... Yeah. So, I mean, I can't even summarize it in a neat way. But Kaylin shows up... Kaylin thinks that she and Taysha were friends. She feels betrayed. Uh, Taysha says, well, Katie told Colton about this conversation that you guys had, and so I felt the need to give him more information about that. Because he asked me directly. Because he asked me directly. And then that she starts saying the thing about how... Kaylin and Cassie Tasha were, said this. were the but ones who I, acted defensive. If my memory serves me, I remember going into the date, Tasha being like, I need to tell Colton what's up. Right. I think that she very much expected Colton to give her an opportunity. 
Yeah. And she planned to take it because he had been saying, like, I need to figure out who the wrong girls are. I need to know. Like, maybe she thought he was going to ask her, like. Well, I just I didn't quite. I remember that because I didn't quite buy Tasha's, you know, like she was just like, well, he forced it out of me. It's like, I felt, oh, no, he definitely seemed, didn't force didn't it force out of her. It. But he did ask her directly. And I think she, she was happy anticipating to apply, that. Totally. Yeah. Um, but she is insisting, you know, that Kaylin would have done the same thing. And that if she wanted to just talk smack about Kaylin, she'd be doing it every day. But she only did it upon. I request. didn't quite understand that line. Me neither. I don't know. It just made the like whole thing. He was doing thing, her the courtesy again. of not. It's like <laughs> it made me sad. I was like, I don't want to be watching this. There. Yeah, and I, I think don't this like is it. when we first see the 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 argument advanced that <clears throat> that the other women can tell that Kaylin and Cassie are the ones that the three departing women were talking about because they acted so defensive when Colton brought it up. And that's the first, I think, and we hear that from Kerpa as well. Yes. Which is a truly insane <laughs> argument. Yeah, it's... Um, it doesn't make much sense. Well, I, Or I, also I, without I, us seeing any sort of video evidence uh, of it. I can speak from personal experience that the people who are the most emotionally invested are often the ones who react the most to the, all, to the unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, you're freaking out, and a lot of the again, a lot of a lot of the people um, know they're not it. You know, they don't get a lot of time with the lead. They're just kind of they're biding their time. Uh, and there's always like two or three people who are like really developing real feelings and really in it. And um, when when accusations are made and they're vague and things are getting thrown out there, the lead comes in has this like cryptic speech about how this isn't working. Those are the people who freak out the most mm-hmm. and that have the biggest reaction, you know, who might look the most offensive. I mean, Sean and I on uh, I said this on, on my podcast um, when when uh, the week when Caitlin and I had the mm-hmm. whole you know, hook up. And that was the same week. And I didn't know this at the time that Sean was sneaking over to, to Caitlin's room and, and coming into that cocktail party. Caitlin came in and gave this very cryptic speech mm-hmm. about like. She thought this week was this going into this week. She just thought it was like everything was going great, and now she just doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And both Sean and I, in that moment, assumed Caitlin was referring to us, mm-hmm. to not mm-hmm. us as the pair, but right. me. And I didn't know what Sean was thinking because, like, I had just we had just hooked up. I didn't know what she thought about that. I hadn't talked to her. I was very nervous about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Sean, I didn't know this, but he was sneaking over and doing mm-hmm. all these things, and he just assumed Caitlin. Yep, I, I screwed up because he he took these big risks, and all the other guys are like, eh, yeah, whatever, you know. Right. But Sean and I, who were very into Caitlyn and very much f- having feelings, were freaking out. Yeah, um, but also because you knew you'd done something wrong. I didn't do anything wrong, but it was <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, and you were being punished yeah. by God. By God. Or, or, yeah, or like Sean doing something wrong for <laughs> very But I'm just saying, like, it's it's yeah. that this reaction of like you reacted the most. Well. Yeah, they, they, I found that to be the weakest possible explanation, and I was disappointed I ar- that yeah. it became the dominant talking point. I, I would argue the that that it would prove to me that those two probably are the most emotionally invested in Colton, if any, from my experience. Uh, maybe. maybe, although Kaylin's behavior when they talked about it also struck me as very odd. Like she was sort of talking through a smile a lot when she was defending herself, and she was like her eyes were darting around a lot, and I was like. Everyone is weirding me out. I don't know who to believe the most, and it's... I believe everyone's bullshit truth. <laughs> yeah. No, you're probably right. So, uh, but let's go to Colton and Hannah's date. He walks her right into his family's living room without telling her what's going on. And 
she tells them, you know, that she knows that Colton's right for her because watching him on the show on uh, Becca's season, she saw his heart and she saw what life would be like with him as a partner. Good. It would be good. It would be good. It would be be good. good. Like solid. Like Um, a life. It'd be a life. Yeah. And uh, so Colton goes and talks with his dad, who's very roundheaded and wearing a (laughs) T-shirt that's very Colton style. And they uh, have a chat and about the drama in the house. And his dad says, you should trust your own gut and not what you're hearing from other people. Um, And meanwhile, Hannah is talking to his mom. And his mom is like, well, do you know how Colton feels about you? Yeah. Oh, the poor mom is probably just like, this isn't it. And I I need this girl to to prepare herself. Yeah. And Hannah's like, well, I told him I was falling in love with him, but he hasn't said it back. And his mom's like, okay, hugs. She's like, oh, honey. (laughs) Um, So they, at that point, head out and... He just really has been keeping a hand on her leg the whole time they're driving. It but looks very not, uncomfortable. But not really interacting with her. And he's just clear, like, something is, is clearly off. And Hannah notices. Yeah. And she says, like, are you OK? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm good. totally fine. Totally fine. Totally good. Yeah. But it just seems like pretty quiet in the car. Um, and then it's time for the evening date. She is in. I loved this dress. A shimmery puff I was, sleeve pink gown. I was into she it. for it. I Here's okay. Question. I, I looked that. at that and I was like, I feel like that is a dress that a guy would be like, not that's into. Too like girly. I honestly don't remember. Okay, fair enough. I think it. Maybe this is the was, thing I should remember. Men don't think about clothes. Yeah, at all. it was maybe more. Uh, I couldn't even tell for, you what color it was. It was, pink. it was pink. Dressing for other women, but like that's fine. I'm fine with it. Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, my understanding is that's usually what. It was women happening, are do- yes. what women are doing for the most part. Yeah. I mean, all I'm but saying, I'm, I want that dress. It was, Someone, you know, nice. let me know it where it's I will say Hannah B. really grew on me over the course of the season. Same. This was her best day, I think. Um, she came off very, I thought she came off very well this well, episode. I think we got to realize that uh, Hannah B. is, pro- she's a goofball. Um, yeah, she's a weirdo. She's a weirdo. In a good way. But like, yeah, and weirdo in short moments on The Bachelor can be used against you and made you look crazy. And all she is is just a... a Goofy weirdo, would probably f- a cool hang and fun to be around, and mm-hmm. um, she she probably has no problem of kind of she's not safe in a great way. Yeah, uh, where like the Hannah Hannah G is she won't she won't say anything at the risk of saying <laughs> something that could be used against her. But I do feel like Hannah B talks a lot more, but she doesn't say much more. <laughs> um, and I, I think we continued to see that on this date that. She offers a lot of um, half-formed platitudes in response to really important questions. Um, <clears throat> and so he's clearly trying to find some sort of justification to end it. And he says, you know, how do you know that you are falling in love with me? Like, what makes you feel that way? And she says, oh, well, I don't date to date. I date for marriage. I think that's what dating is for, especially at this point in my especially life. Especially when you're 23 to 24 right? years old. <laughs> and I'm I'm falling in love with you still. And it's a really good feeling. And I was like, none of those things. I mean, it, sure. But none of those things are really specific to him or their relationship. At it's this just, point, he's like, OK, I just got to I just got to pull the trigger and end it. Yeah. I mean, 
if she had been able to come up with that when he asked her for a toast at the beginning of their first one-on-one date, that would have been pretty good. But maybe, like, she's only gotten to that point now and he's looking for more. Well, at that point, probably going into the dinner date. If if he didn't know he was sending her home before the date started, he, he certainly knew going into dinner. Yeah. Yes. No, he was ready to dump her. Like hard. in the car when she's like, is everything okay? He was like, how am I going to pull this off later? He's like, well, I mean, I am, but you're not going to be. Yeah. I mean— they clearly just don't really mesh. Like, I think she really wants to be in love with him and to have sort of figured out her husband's search and it's this handsome, nice guy. Yeah. But they, I don't think that they have that, that she spark. Kind of, well, I mean, it happens a lot on The Bachelor, but H- Hannah B. specifically seems like that the, the young lady who in life just, it's not so much who she loves, it's finding someone who loves her. Kind of, mm-hmm. kind of thing where it's just like, well, I just, yeah, kind of like the, he fits the profile and now I just need someone who fits the profile to love me so I can be the wife and mom I've always desired to be. Right. Um, she kind of, kind of comes across that way a little bit. And The Bachelor is structured in this way to encourage that. Like, yeah. it's all about mm-hmm. resume shopping. And so it's like, oh, Colton, what are you looking for? Well, I'm those I'm things. That. And you have the things I'm looking for. Done. So, like, we're falling in love and <laughs> we're going to be really happy together. Yeah. We're um, going to have a life. And it's It'll because be good. the early part of the show is set up that way. That when in the later part of the show he starts dumping people because they don't have chemistry or he just doesn't really want to spend that much time around them, they're baffled. It feels confused. Because they, it feels confusing. They fit, yeah. they, she ate bugs for him. She <laughs> is funny but also loving. Like, how could he possibly not? He's like, um, I didn't ask you to eat the bug. <laughs> but I, I will say— He's like, I actually found it disgusting. <laughs> I thought this ending was— they like she came off very well in this exit. She re- yeah. she handled his rejection we'll see you on Paradise, very maturely. I will say this was another moment where Colton was like, "Look, I don't know if I'm there with you where I can go to hometowns. Oh, I can't God. shake your father's hand and look him in the eye if I know I have any doubts about the also, relationship." Also, you're 100% going to be shaking fathers and mothers' hands of people that you know you're not married. Fine, but it doesn't make that line disingenuous because there it's is not, no It's not disingenuous. It just it's again the overfocus on the the, the father. father. Forget about oh, fine the father. Yes, I get. I'm not going right. to forget about that. It's part of the messaging <laughs> of the Bachelor that is fine, very retrograde right. and it bothers yes, me. You're right. Fair enough. But uh, truthfully, the family is uh, is the lead. You feel really uh, guilty, and there's a lot of like. Of yeah, I believe that for putting sure. families through this. What is probably at least to two families very insincere conversations. It's. I'm sure it's very stressful. And I'm sure it's very hard on the families. I don't really understand why the father specifically Fair, is the focus, of, but it's except that it's a question of man to man sort of yeah, like. I've been educated. I, yes. I, you're right. I, <laughs> this has been very healthy for everyone here. <laughs> so uh, Hannah says, you know, well, yeah, I wouldn't want you to, to do that. It wouldn't be fair to me. I don't deserve that. Um, but she's also trying to sort of play this very gamely. Like she smiles and is like, well, I know you got everything I could give you here. Um, I don't know what you want, but um, but if you feel that way, I don't want you yeah. to meet my family. And he says, uh, you know, you're going to make somebody very happy. And, and she's, she's like, I, I know. know. I loved that. that I great. loved that so much because so often um, the narrative, especially with the younger women when they they walk out, is like, no one will ever love me. And I loved the confidence where she's just like, yeah, you don't need to tell me. I, I'm going to make someone no, real happy. I, I get it. You're right. But, like, 
<laughs> Raven kind of said that to me, and like, good on you for doing it, but it seems kind of like an f you. Yeah, it is an it f you, but also Listen, people are allowed to. Everyone feel... has all their feelings. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's How just, would you have felt if it it's was kind of funny reversed? To... Um, it, I don't it know. Is it's all the time. But yeah. if a guy says, "Would would you if a, if it was the other way, Bratcherette breaks up the guy, and he's like, no, I will.' Would you have thought it was douchey or kind of misogynistic? It probably no, depends uh, on how much I hated not him. Not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, it's an honest question. I don't know. But I do think that think, like gender reversal is not as simple as that, and yeah. that I think men are often. Uh, encouraged to have that level of confidence and to to maintain their pride and in, in that sort of situation, whereas women are encouraged to be very gracious. Oh yeah, no, listen, I, the and so I, that is a norm. Confidence that is, is great all the way around. That we it's enjoy a norm that we enjoy seeing the delivery. Right, we busted. we just we just so often see women completely deflated when they are rejected by the bachelor, and it fe- it it feeds into this larger narrative of like what a being rejected or being considered undesirable by one person means to a woman and that is sure. supposed to be like the greatest yeah. insult. That makes sense. Yeah. And so it's just it's nice to see her so confidently be like, yeah, yeah, I will make someone happy. Yeah, and I, 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 and I, I don't think it, it is you know it's, um you know I'm a shameless plug on my podcast. I <laughs> like it's it's amazing. Uh I I've young women who are asking me questions about dating advice seem way more focused on if the guy likes them on more than if they even like the guy. So many questions are like, well, does he like me? And then you all have this conversation with them. I'm like, I don't even know if you like them. Right, but Um, that's because, it's not because they like don't care about the guy really. It's because they're so focused on the job they've been given by society to to make men happy that it is hard to focus on their own feelings sure, and okay. desires and that's uh, it can be unhealthy for everyone and it's good to try to discourage that mindset um so he does walk her out and she says something kind of cryptic about listening to people about things and their intentions and same. Colton does not ask her a follow-up question. Why does he never ask the women who are leaving what they're talking about? Because it's because he's just wants to get it over with. <laughs> he's like, I'd rather spend my date with a girl I actually like talking about this. Rather also, than ask I will this say that now. in that moment, it comes across as um, catty, and it comes across as whether it's intended to or not by the women who just got sent home it, it often it it seems like a convenient way to then talk shit mm-hmm. so the the leads always like okay yeah great now you're telling like whatever well, but it's like it's also a thing of like kind of roll your eyes if they talk shit while they're still there you're like oh you're trying to get an advantage if you talk shit when you're leaving then it's like oh you're just sour grapes there's no there's good time no to right talk time to talk there, shit there, well there isn't but there i'm just isn't. saying in that moment the lead like but he clearly wants to know more. He's already doing the investigation. So I think he could have asked Hannah what she was talking about. I but think isn't should... it so much more fun for the show oh God, if uh, they can me. really just drag My out My guess is what you got ambiguity. in that moment was an authentic reaction from Colton of just being over it. I, I suspect that you're right. Um, and back at the house, uh, the women see Hannah's suitcase being taken away. Shock, 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 shock. They also had received their date card. Saying goodbye is never easy. Um, but this means that there are now two roses available on this group date instead of one. Um, and so the group date takes place in the woods. There is an old-fashioned A steam train. train. They get on the train with Colton. 
and they get off uh, in a sort of deeper in the woods, I guess, and uh, have some hangs. Heather sits down with him first. Uh, and he's like, just to start, it's been a really hard week and full of doubts, and I'm just not really sure what to do. And she's like, let me stop you right there. Uh, I'm going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, no, I'm definitely not taking you home to meet my family <laughs> under these circumstances. Um, and so he walks her right back to the train, and they kiss goodbye. Um, her last kiss from her first kisser. And she, I think there will be more in her future. Feel I have confident high hopes about for it. Heather's yeah. future kissing prospects. She uh, waves goodbye from the back of the train, and, and she's off. And we're down to three. <laughs> and so now it's just one one woman who's going to be getting sent home from this date. And we all know it's Kerpa. We all know it's Kerpa. There's that, just like no the way. biggest non shocker in the history of the show. Because yeah. it was Kerpa and who? Cassie. Uh, Kerpa Cassie, yeah, come on, yeah, and Hannah, and Hannah G. G. It's like okay, yeah. So uh, why why should we even be watching this date uh, unless yeah. it's ending with a fence jump? I don't need it, yeah. and it didn't. So they're all sitting in a group, and Kerpa and Cassie are sort of bringing up, you know, Kerpa saying, "I will talk to Colton about what the conversation that was overheard, the rumors that have been flying around." If he asks me, I'm definitely going to bring it up, and Cassie is not pleased. But Hannah G at this point says, yeah, there were a lot of rumors going around and there were red flags that Tasha has already discussed. So Hannah G is sort of just like, go ahead, go ahead, go for it. Um, Hannah G is, is a staying, smooth criminal. Yeah, she's very uh, sneaky. So Colton sits down with Cassie next um, and basically says, yeah, I heard that you're one of the people who's not ready and who's thinking about being the bachelorette and wouldn't want to accept a proposal. And that really terrified me to hear that about you. And that Tasha even said I could ask any of the other women in the house and they would agree. And she's like, I'm shocked. I don't want you to believe that. I don't know why people would make stuff up about me. Um, and she's like, I just really want you to meet my family. You'd fit right in. I definitely wouldn't be here if I didn't want that with you. And he's like, all right, cool. My gut is saying, I agree. Um, so at that point, he My thinks— My gut is saying, <laughs> I'm attracted to you and like you, therefore. I mean, you've got to follow your gut. What are you going to do, propose to someone that you don't want to well, propose right, to? Right, because that's the thing. That's why, that's, <laughs> but that's why the, the shit talking of other women is always so useless. Because at the end of the day, like, yeah, they're going to pick who they like. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter whether or not this that's conversation happens. Sure, but it's like— it, it's kind of like, I mean, not to get dark, but, oh, you know, the, 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 the dilemma people have in a relationship when they get cheated on, in a sense, right? Because mm-hmm. this is like like silly stuff they're debating on. But when you're in a relationship and the, let's say someone comes to you and says, hey, man, I really hate to tell you, but you know, so-and-so, she's he or she's sneaking around on you. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, when you're in a relationship, you're, you're, you're dating your best friend. You're dating mm-hmm. the person you trust the most. And that person should have an, their expectations of your trust. And there's like that conflict of what deep down maybe your gut is telling you. And you're, that's the hard part because you're supposed to, be, supposed to believe your partner in this conflict. And you also think your ego's at play because your ego doesn't want to believe anyone could cheat on you type right. of thing. Or, mm-hmm. or in, in Colton's case, your ego doesn't want to believe that anyone could not actually be in love with you. You're the bachelor. Mm-hmm. And so there is that real conflict, and it's easy to just, yes, to your point, go with what, what you ultimately – I mean, you don't – the truth is in that world, you don't really know. So it's like, yeah, you might as well 
you know, you know, you're not going to pick the person you don't like because yeah. you, know, you don't even know who to believe, and they're you know, no one's right. really you, saying you're anything. Err on the side of of your preference, getting to be with the person you want to be, be with. with, and hope that yeah, yeah. Like if you make a mistake, and then you're like married to someone you don't even like. And that's kind of how it was for me. Toward the end, there was some like you know chirping about you know the person I was going to pick, and I was just yeah. like, well, yeah, you just got a chance. Well, it out. Right? I, yeah. No, no, no. At that point. And I mean, we're past the point in the season where, like, if it were the first half of the season, you could be like, everyone in the house hates this girl. She's bad news. And maybe he would just send her home and right. spare but himself. That's, but it's that's too late the for situation. that um, So, But then he does sit down with Kerpa. Kerpa brings a notebook with her that is never <laughs> addressed, but it is left with him. What is in, what the, is notebook? in the notebook? That's so Kerpa. I know. Like, first what? the chin, now the notebook. Will we ever get answers? She's just uh, clearly a very thorough and thoughtful person. Who's... I really like her. Yeah. Oh no, she's she's charming in her own way. It's a little she weird and played this kind of... terribly, I like but I just really like no, her. No, yeah, but it's just like so misplaced in that environment. Yeah, no, it does. She feels like she just wandered off <laughs> onto the stage from somewhere else. Yeah, like, like she, she had no in, business being there. She, was she in woke some up, LA coffee shop, found out, like, yeah, found herself yeah. in the show. She's like, "Why am I here?" But it's I guess great. I'm just, no. I find it so refreshing. No, it's fine. It's yeah. Um, so she, I don't know, because at some point she says, "You know, I don't want you to end an engagement like I did. I want you to to." be going in with open eyes and I had concerns about Kaylin and Cassie so I want to present you with everything I know so my question is is the book like evidence or is it like some <laughs> it sort a of journal like, for him a journal yeah. for him of like her time on the show and how she's like falling in love with him that seems like the more likely thing but it's never addressed like so if they had a nice part of their conversation that was about like I wrote this beautiful like story for you about my love story with you that doesn't even get shown um, but she does leave the book with him afterwards that's kind of weird um, and she yeah um, so she sits back down with the girls and has, like, another fight with Cassie, who then gets very emotional. Um, Cassie's, like, you know, starts crying. Kerpa says, you know, when people resort to crying, it's because they know in their heart that they're, like, in the wrong. I disagree, I disagree. very strongly disagree. with yeah. disagree. Very much disagree. There are some, you know, she's a, Kerpa's clearly intelligent and very poised, but she has some outlandish uh, um, reasonings for her accusations. Yeah. yeah, I don't think her arguments hold much water at all. No. Yeah. And you also, ultimately, as we've said, like, you don't get to decide whether someone else is ready for marriage. Totally. Uh, also, yeah, and clearly, I think we all agree that Kerber's like, not is... really emotionally invested in this process. I think she's having a really nice time with Colton. Yeah, <laughs> um, and she's, like, you know, laying criticism on people who actually, whether they're ready or not, or, you know, are sucked in the world. I do believe that Cassie and Kaylin are absolutely... Sucked into this environment and or Colton. Well, you would know better than I do because um, I've never done it. But uh, at the night date, Colton takes them all to the night date, all three of them. But then as soon as they sit down, he asks Hannah G to come talk with him outside and basically gives her a rose. That was weird. And then yeah. she like goes home and, and then says, she just hey, I got goes a rose. Home. That was uh, so weird. That yeah. was super weird. Uh, uh, I guess maybe he just wanted to see her in a nice dress. I don't know. Fair <laughs> enough. She looked great. Um, and so then it's just down to it's basically it's a two on the two on one, two on one, one we, we didn't got. get. Yeah. It makes sense though, in a sense, because if like Hannah is her, one of her his top women, it's like you give her the 
award of like, you don't have to stress this on anymore. Yeah. So yeah. make her feel good about it. But what it really comes down to is I actually want to spend more time with Cassie and have some slow dance moments. That's true. And you won't have and you won't get to see that and you won't necessarily get mad. Very <laughs> very until now. Yeah. Um, That's what it's really about, probably. So at this point, Colton is having his separate sit-downs again with Kerpa and Cassie, um, trying to sort of get back on track, like talk to them uh, individually about their relationships. And meanwhile, Caitlin has seen Hannah G come home and is like, oh, my God, like the shit has gone down with Kerpa and Cassie. I need to get in there and save my girl this from elimination. so bizarre. So she just straight up just hikes right up to the the two-on-one, walks in without acknowledging Kerpa or Cassie at the table. She's like, I just want to make sure that you know that it's all bullshit um, before sending someone home that you have a connection with. And then we, we cut away, cut to Kaylin leaving again without acknowledging the other women. Um, I've never seen anything like this for someone kind of like swooping in like superwoman to save her friend from unjust elimination. But I mean, you can say that it worked. I think that he would have given the rose to Cassie anyway, which he does, um, because he clearly just is interested in marrying Cassie and not Kerpa. Right. Um, but, you know, Kerpa thinks that maybe Kaylin swayed the decision, but she's also like, he's an adult. He can make Definitely his own choices. Not. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it made a difference. Um, also, like, I did, Kaylin's conversation was more about protecting her like Kaylin just wanted to clear the air yeah right I saw people I saw people on Twitter being like wow what a like this is how you stand up for other women I was like okay no, no, no. She wasn't standing up yeah. for anyone but no. herself. Right. She was implicated in that. So it's right. not like a self. Like, it looks a little more selfless because she has a rose right now. But she was also defending herself. It was all about herself. Yeah. Which is fine. This yeah. is totally yeah, acceptable. it's totally fine. But I was like, let's not, like, saint the woman yeah. as, like, you know, the champion of other women. <laughs> well, also because if she is defending anyone, she's defending Cassie. And, like, it's Cassie and her versus everyone else. So it's, again, right. still self-serving if she's defending yeah. Cassie. Because it's by defending ally. Cassie, she's defending herself. Which, again, I have no problem with. Right. Um, and also if Cassie goes home for that reason, then that reflects on Kaylin. And Kaylin. I mean, she's next. So, yeah, exactly. Um, but Colton gives Cassie the rose. They get They stand on, like, a roof and do a champagne toast. Um, and that is when we see in the credits the scene in which Tasha has to get chocolate wiped off her butt because she sat in ice cream or something. See, um, this this is more of the wrap. content that I need in the normal show. <laughs> no one's yeah. We for, the Bachelor doesn't like people to be funny unless it's no. in the credits or on Paradise. I don't know. That's, it's annoying. I would find it a lot more fun to watch the no, show. I, I, I wish they funny. would offer. More, no, listen. It's a it's a. Uh, also talked about that on my episode this week, <laughs> which drops tomorrow. Just so oh, you know, nice. Nick has a podcast. Yes, the file files. Um, um, yeah, no, if, they don't. I don't know. They just they don't do that. It, it is frustrating for us contestants that they just they're very unscripted. They don't yeah. they don't show humor or uh, comedy All much. Your quirky mm, moments. Yeah, left uh, on the cutting room floor, or you know maybe the credit bed. But yeah, well, thank you. So much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Always Do you have to see any you final thoughts on this season before we let you go? I think it's been a fun season. Um, you know, um, predictions. Yeah, one of Kaylin, uh, Hannah, Hannah G, or, or Cassie. I guess I don't know. Maybe, yeah, who else is maybe left? Ca- oh, Tasha. Cassie yeah. seems to be the front runner. I mean, yeah, that would be the that's sa- my that's, feeling too. It's a safe bet. Um, who do you think will be Bachelorette? 
<sighs> Toss up. Uh, one of those three. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Expert uh, insight. Well, I mean, uh, Kaylin certainly has her story. Yeah. Um, yes. uh, of which, uh, uh, you know, I think is a was a powerful story. I, th- I think the show handled it pretty well, as well as you can. Um, so there's that. Um, Hannah G kept her hands clean, but I don't know I if she's Hannah, shown a strong enough I don't, personality to carry Yeah, Hannah, Hannah G certainly has the look, and she's poised, but she's not very dynamic. And if she yeah. is, she hasn't shown it. Um, and... Um, so that she doesn't have that going for her. Yeah. Um, she's kind of she's kind of just there looking pretty and nice and very poised. What more can you ask? Uh, but well, you, from you, a bachelorette, you, you need more. You need a lot yeah. more from, from uh, a bachelorette. Well, I can't wait to find out what happens and yeah. for this fence jump to never, ever happen. Nick, One day. Uh, thank you so much for heard, joining us. I know us. when it happens. I hear, I hear yeah. it's overnight dates. I don't believe anyone anymore. But, you know, could all be a lie. It's been confirmed. <laughs> uh, I won't say, but uh, I do know. Say it does it. happen. Say it. I won't. Mm-hmm. Thanks, ladies. Thanks, Nick. Thank you. And now it's time for Feminism Fails. And this week, we have a bunch. It was a rough week for gender equality. If you will. (laughs) First, there's all the age shaming and terrible catty drama between the women. So many of them behave poorly. It doesn't make sense to break it down individually. I think we covered it. I'm going to give that one a five. Just really hate to see this girl-on-girl crime. It makes me sad as a viewer and just like, I hope I hope we can move past it. Yeah, like it's totally fine for women to not always be friends or to criticize other women. But the way that it played out this week felt very, uh, very nasty and felt like it played into a lot of ideas about how women are supposed to um, behave and what age they're supposed to be and how ready for marriage they are. And it was very, very um, disappointing. Yes. Next, Colton. Colton is gearing up for hometowns with a lot of problematic statements. Um, first, he seems to assume that his wife will take his name based on his comment about Taisha wearing his jersey. Um, Going to give that a three. It's not the most egregious, and I'm sure he was just being lighthearted about it. But a reminder that, you know, she might not want to just give up her name just because she has chosen to share her life with a man. <laughs> then, of course, Colton says he just can't imagine shaking a father's hand if he has any doubts about marrying his daughter. Oh, Colton. We're just going to give that one a four. Again, playing into the history of marriage that suggests that a woman is property to be given from a father to a husband. Uh, In the same vein, Colton says he has to have the father's permission before proposing to a woman. Um, Not because she wants it necessarily. because the father owns her, Claire. Right, because it's the father's choice. We're going to give that a five. I think it was really the clearest example of Colton expressing this idea that the relationship between a man and his wife's father, it takes precedence over his relationship with the woman herself, which does feed into these very damaging historical um, sort of structures of what marriage is for and how it has been used to oppress women. And The Bachelor loves playing into these tropes, and I would really love it if they moved in a more modern direction. Yeah, we give this kind of statement a feminism fail nearly every season of The Bachelor. So, like, you know, maybe one time. We won't have to. Yeah. One can hope. (laughs) 
And then finally, this is another sort of off-screen feminism, life, humanity fail. There is a lot of bullying of the women of color going on on social media, specifically Taisha and Kerpa after last night's episode. I'm going to give that one a five. Stop. It's disgusting. These are real people. And unfortunately, we do see that the women of color who go on this show tend to receive uh, harsher criticism than than the, the white women. Uh, we also did want to acknowledge that Cassie tweeted out something um, encouraging people not to bully Tasha or Karpa or Katie. She tweeted, I think everyone needs to remember that these, quote, characters are real people. Emotions run at a high on this show, and we are in a very unique environment. While I very much appreciate the support, please do not drag others through the mud or bully in the process. Hashtag The Bachelor. <laughs> and that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guest, Nick Vile, and our producers, Nick Offenberg and Sarah Patterson. Please subscribe to Here to Make Friends wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a five-star rating. It really helps people discover our show. And you definitely don't want to miss a moment of the rest of Colton's season and that fence jump when I'm sure it will arrive. You can also give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Here to Make Friends Pod. And you can follow us individually on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Emma Lady Rose. And I'm at Claire E. Fallon. We'll be back next week. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.